Good morning, good day, and good evening to you wherever you might find yourself at this beautiful moment in time. Welcome to MBIM Weekly, the audio podcast experience from my online video series. This is the show where I unravel the beauty of adventure and creativity one story at a time. I dive deep into the timeline of my life and walk through stories of how I've overcome the various obstacles that have come in my way to make every single day a little bit easier to wake up to. This is the conversation hub for tutorials and discussion topics, premier location for cinematic videos and special projects, as well as collaborative works with other creators and influencers from all around the world. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. to talk about it Tuesdays, the show where I dive deep into the timeline of my life and walk through stories of the obstacles that I've overcome in order to get to the point that I'm at today, ensuring that every day I'm doing something to make sure the next day is a little bit easier to wake up to. I struggle with intense anxiety from a mixture of trauma and DNA. But by creating things like this and connecting with people who understand the pain and who have experienced similar things along the way, I'm able to overcome it bit by bit. Making sure that every single day is a little bit less work, going from the anxiety that I wake up with in the mornings to going to sleep with a smile on my face. For me, it all started whenever I was a kid, writing my journals, trying to piece together who I was, what was going on, and just trying to understand everything that was happening around me. I became fascinated with trying to capture the story and really trying to write down that moment exactly as it happened. I've been on YouTube making videos since 2008. I immediately fell in love with film, putting together clips of experiences that I had and trying to share the moments as I saw them and trying to allow other people to just experience life the way that I saw it. I thought that that was something amazing and beautiful that I just had to be a part of. It was something that was an escape for me. It was something that allowed me to just create my own reality and I loved that. I loved every single aspect to it. but. The one bad thing is, is because of our financial situation that we were in whenever I was a kid, I didn't have a camera. I literally have never owned an actual camera, except for this one that I found at the beach. Uh, waited forever, nobody ever showed up to claim it, and uh, yeah, it's a really shitty camera, but um, you know. I had a camera, so I used this pretty faithfully. It was fun, but again, it's like five megapixels or something like that, so it's super grainy. But I really love the zoom capabilities to be able to like, you know, see things from super far away. And I just got super entranced with the ability to just capture things around me. Unfortunately, like I was saying though, I wasn't able to improve my technology to be able to capture things in the way that I saw them. And as I saw everyone else creating higher quality and higher quality and higher quality, I quickly became discouraged and found myself slipping away. Whenever I moved from Arkansas to Tulsa, I think that's definitely when my channel took the biggest toll. I mean, let's look at all the changes. I had a new stepmom. I was living in a new environment where I had no idea where I was, nothing around me. I had to go to a brand new school in the middle of my high school career, mind you. And no friends, because I was in a different state. I literally knew no one. And at this time, social media wasn't that big. So I couldn't really just go to Facebook and hit my friends up and be okay with it. And finally, I just 
really kind of lost my motivation because like I said, I didn't have the tools to be able to really make the quality of the content that I felt like I needed to be making. Back then, really all I had to be able to use was a phone, a webcam, and Windows Movie Maker. And that's really all I used for a very, very long time. It wasn't like I made a decision to stop uploading videos constantly. Um, honestly, what it was is it's just that in the back of your head, all the time, I need to make a video, I need to make a video, I need to make a video. But for some reason, you just don't, you know? It's just like, you just can't get past that, like, thing inside of you that holds you back from actually doing it and uploading it. And I think that that was definitely something that I had to get past. In order to get past that, I had to just deal with a lot of things that needed to happen in order for me to progress myself um, to who I was and who I needed to be. Whenever I got into high school, my focus became solely music. I literally 100% of the time was in the practice room, especially my senior year, for almost every single class period because I didn't really have that many classes. And so what I would do is I would go get my lunch or I would bring my lunch or whatever, and I would go into the practice room and I would play piano every single day. And that is actually where I wrote most of the songs that are my core songs that I've written today. Songs like Down, Odysseus, those were songs that I wrote in that practice room my senior year of high school. It was hilarious because I remember like playing for hours and hours and hours because I didn't have class periods or I had open class periods or whatever the case may have been. And I would leave and there would be all these people just sitting in the hallway, just listening. And it would make me feel so good. It is like, I loved being known as this like kind of mysterious because I moved and nobody really knew anything about me guy that just was focused and driven on where I wanted to go. My ultimate goal at the time was still to be, end up in California. However, I thought that that was going to come through UCLA at the time. But anyways, let's fast forward to when I met Trenton. Trenton is my filmmaker friend from Tulsa, Oklahoma that I met working at the movie theater. The movie theater was my first job or second job if you count seasonal jobs as a real job, you know, um, I don't know, it depends on the person. But I started working at the movie theater, which was really fun because it was super easy and I got to watch free movies, which again, I love movies. They're awesome. I always have. Maybe that has something to do with always being filmed when I was a kid. I really need to get my hands on that footage and digitalize it so that I can put some of that into this because I think that would be really awesome. But I digress. Me and him became good friends mainly because of the fact that we both just loved art. I was super into music. I loved filmmaking even though I didn't have the tools really to be able to do it. I didn't understand anything about like cameras or DSLRs or anything. I didn't know anything like that because I didn't ever have any of those techniques or devices or tools. Um, so it was just something that I, I found really interesting. It was super perplexing to me. If I had to put my finger on one moment that we actually would, I would say, become friends, that would be the night that he called me, we talked for a while, and came up with the idea for the very first movie I've ever written a script for, which you guys will eventually see, I don't know when, but you will eventually see, called Orpheus, which is a movie based on the film of Orpheus and Eurydice from a Greek 
culture. Not gonna go into all that today. We'll save that for another video. Basically writing that and coming up with that concept is something that made us really good friends and established a pretty good bond. Eventually, I decided that I didn't wanna work at the movie theater anymore because school was coming back up and I didn't really wanna have to worry about balancing school with work. And at the time, things were starting to get better with the financial system at home. So I didn't really have to worry so much. So it was something that I really felt comfortable enough to just kind of relax for once and just kind of breathe, especially my senior year. That was a good breathing year for sure. But eventually I did run out of my money and I wanted to have more. So I ended up getting a job at Journeys sometime around January. That was a really fun job and it was kind of weird when I first started because right from the beginning there was no manager. The guy had just like taken off and something happened. I really don't know the whole situation. I don't remember to be honest with you but shortly after I want to say like two months into it or something like that Will took over and dang everything changed whenever Will took over the store completely turned around and I became a beast at sales which I actually take with me today like I've been using those skills that's actually how I got the job with the company that I work for now at the Google partner company uh, starting in telecommunications on the phones where I was selling the advertising to people whenever I was working at journeys that's really the time whenever I would say that I became human as I like to put it um, I've made a lot of friends that were outside of my normal friend group people that had actually lived lives and weren't sheltered and put into holes and kept away from everything their whole lives and I found myself to get really intrigued with the lives that they had lived and just understanding what it was that drove them and what it was that had pushed them to do all of these crazy things. I think that at this time, uh, that's definitely whenever I was trying weed for the first time, drinking outside of my, you know, parents' situation and whatnot, all the classic stuff that seniors in high school did. Honestly, I think I probably waited a little bit longer than most people do to go ahead and go out and do that stuff, um, but I'm not really a big drinker even now. I don't drink at all now. At the time, I thought it was cool, and I didn't really have access to weed because it wasn't legal for me because I was living in Arkansas and Tulsa and just yeah big situations there eventually I ended up getting my own store at a journey's kids which was really awesome and I was one of the youngest people to have a store in their company which was really awesome and I love that and I wear that like a badge of pride even today we did really well and we had positive numbers the entire time that I was there actually uh, we did not dip at all we stayed in the green which is always a good way to stay <laughs> that would be whenever Sarah came in and Sarah was awesome she came in after a series of really really bad co-managers that I had just various issues that I had like you would not believe the kind of stuff that happens in retail man it is crazy but uh, yeah Sarah enters and we quickly became best friends because we had really really good personalities that matched both musicians at the time we weren't either of us weren't doing any film or photography now she's doing photography you can check out links to her stuff down below as well I would definitely recommend checking out her stuff I'm trying to get her to come get on the podcast as soon as I get that being filmed so definitely be looking out for that you can check out again her information down below while I was working there, that is whenever I was introduced to Madison, or as I called her at the time, Maddie. Trenton brought her in one day, and it was really weird. It was like this movie moment magic thing that I had never really experienced before, probably because of the fact that I hadn't experienced any positive, healthy relationships up to this point. So to me, the idea of having that felt unattainable. It felt like something that wasn't mine to have. Like, 
I believed that my art was the only thing that was really going to keep me going for my life. And so this was the first moment that that changed. And I really had a moment where I was thinking, oh, wow, I have feelings for someone other than myself. That's weird. So dating her is where this whole story begins, because I really think that that relationship is what spiraled everything that ended up getting me out to California and getting out to California is what allowed me to do everything that I've done since then. It all started whenever I moved into my own place and made the bad mistake of having her move in with me a little bit too early, eventually leaving everything behind and moving out to California to start my new life. I fought with my family. We'll talk about that later. Playing on Huntington Beach Pier just to earn my rent money while I was searching for jobs and trying to figure out what I was going to do while I was out here. Somehow keeping a long distance relationship alive with a girl that I was crazy about from way back in the past who was in college and there was all this drama and just we'll get into that. It's going to be a crazy story. And last but not least, getting a job at the Google partner company that I now work for, starting in sales and working my way up to eventually creating the social media department that's allowing me to work from home and start living the life of my dreams. Now that I'm finally transitioning into this new work from home position where I'm able to finally focus on the things that matter to me, I can't tell you how relieved I am to have the time to be able to look at my art and let it be something that can be passionate and come from me and be realistic as opposed to being something that is fake and torn together and rushed and pushed out there while I also have to manage going to a location from a certain hour on a certain day. I'll be free to do whatever I can imagine. Now that I'm finally going to be able to work from home, I can focus on my art and finally feel the sense of fulfillment that I've always needed in my life. Something that no matter how hard I try or how badly I feel about it, that I can never get from a single other person. It's a feeling of creativity, of abundance, of passion. Something that comes from you that's authentic, that you can share with the world and preserve for everyone to see for all time. To be able to wake up and just decide where you want to be in the world. That is an amazing freedom that I'm just, I cannot tell you how happy I am to be able to have. To be at the forefront of the digital revolution is something that I will never take for granted. To be able to travel and experience cultures as they are and see the world and make content and meet creators, that's something that I've always wanted and always dreamed for. The goal of this channel is to connect to creatives and creative-minded people, both through collaborating and through the consumption of this content. I'm here to try to make an impact. For people to see the struggles that I've gone through and to experience the pain that I have felt, but to see the positives and to see the things that I've taken on the outcome from it and the things that I've been able to use from those bad experiences that allow me to live a happy life every single day. To be able to share the story of a broken little boy who didn't have the vocabulary to be able to share his experiences adequately. I'm here to withstand time, to document my feelings and thoughts about the world and capture the creative visions that I see in a way that I can express myself and have other people experience the world as I see it. I want to be able to connect with the legacy of my family and for my great-grandchildren and my great-great-grandchildren and on and on and on, for them to be able to know me just as well as anyone that's walking the planet today. To be able to change the legacy for my family 
and how the story is passed down forever. I will be collaborating with various creators throughout my journeys on various projects and ventures. Things such as guest interviews, podcast appearances, special travel locations, musical renditions, freestyles, and anything else that I can think of. If you want to get a hold of me so that we can collaborate or you just want to say something about the channel, you can do that on any of my social networks down in the description below. However, I would suggest Instagram or Twitter as those are the ones that I am the most frequent on. You can also go to my website, michaelbisbel.com and fill out the form or just use the email and do that directly. Be sure to check back here every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 11 a.m. for a brand new show. If you like this episode of the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and follow and whatever your listening application of choice may be to get notifications of new episodes every single week, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 11 a.m. You can see the video for this episode as well as show your support with a like, comment, or a share as it really does help the growth of the show and allows us to reach people we never would have been able to connect to otherwise. Links to all the products I use to make the content or anything I specifically talked about in this episode of the podcast are in the description and if you would like to further show your support for my channel, you can find the Patreon links there as well. Thank you so much for listening in and I will see you on the next one.